Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. And this week it is episode 31, we are talking Mystical Ninja starring Goemon for the N64. Hello, my name is Danny and I hope everybody is well. Yeah, I love this game growing up as a kid. It was because of my guest Stefan. He is my cousin, he always say don't work with family, but I continue to do so, who introduced me to this game just because I believe his mum and dad bought it, who are actually my cousins, and yeah, they just basically bought it because they thought it looked good. Not through Stefan did, but bollocks that I think Stefan had any input into what he wanted for this game. But I'm glad his parents did. Shout out to Sarah and Paul. Thank you very much for buying your son this game because it was the correct decision. Because none of us knew what it was, but when we played it, we had an absolute bloody joy of a time and it was great so we will be covering that because yeah i do love this game and i'm going to be praising it there are some problems with it of course but yeah we we need to go through the things that we like but first of all if you're new to this show we do need to just get the patreon plug out the way first yes it's a way of us keeping the roof over my head now if you want to support the show you can do so in a number of ways wherever you listen to this show give it a review give it five stars praise it tell your nan tell your dog tell whoever just tell them how good that is it just gets it us up on that little algorithm how you can do the best thing is going over on patreon.com forward slash retro wars and for $1.50 Australian you get access to a bundle of stuff which includes your own show called DLC. And as a little bit of a sneak peek to everyone this is episode 9 where we're looking at what happened with the Sega Dreamcast. And if you wanted me to say the Saturn's a shit console, well, it did. Again, it had some games, but when you haven't even got a true Sonic game, it had Sonic R, which was a pile of wank. Like, ugh, you look at that, that looks absolutely terrible. And again, you compare Sonic R, which was their racing game, compared to Mario 64. Yes, you can say one to platformer, it's the title, but this is still a Sonic game. You look at how bad that Sonic game looks and you want to vomit. And that was episode 9. In my opinion, what happened with the Sega Dreamcast? And what else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own Discord. We're trying to build a little community where we can just talk about really anything. You get a chance to message me one-on-one. You can vote in our Patreon polls. You can take part in our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Revive or Die, DLC, or comments of the Game of the Week. So, yeah, that's everything you get as part of it. Now, I'm also just letting you know, I'm probably going to be starting Twitch soon. Now, at the moment with Twitch, it's basically I'm just going to get it set up. And this isn't going to be making money. I'm not looking for membership or anything like that. I might be trying to stream twice a week. And it's just me just playing old fighting games. And it's just a chance for people who may listen to the show, who are Patreon members, and they just want to come say hello. If you're a Patreon member, you'll be able to message me directly and say, want to have a fight. Um, but if you're on, you know, you just hit see it and I'm on there, you can come join in, have a game, watch and just come say hello. There's uh, no memberships required. It's just going to be me dicking around. What days they're going to be, I'm not sure. They're going to be on old school retro games. So you can look at Marvel vs. Capcom 2. You're looking at Street Fighter 3. Things like that. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be putting Street Fighter 5, Mortal Kombat 5. Just basically whenever I can hold on, on an item called Fight K2. So you need to have that downloaded if you want to come play. But if you want to watch me, it'll be over on Twitch. So you're going to see some details coming of that soon. 
So, what we need to get into first? Well, if you, we're going to go into our little intro session first. Now, if you are new to the show, we do about maybe 20 minutes of intro before we get into me and Stefan's chat, so you can just skip along if you want to. But let's get into our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. And we've got two questions this week. One is from Captain N, our consistent regular. Thank you very much. He says, howdy, partner. I just want to hear someone say that with a British accent. What did you expect me to go, howdy, partner? I'm going to take you a southerner if you've been saying that. I simply want to ask you how you're doing and how you feel your podcast is going. From a weekly listener, your shows get better each week as you develop your flow and style. I'm truly enjoying the shows each week and thought, no one asks how Danny is doing. That's a good point. No one does ask how Danny is doing. Not even the wife. Not even the Queen upstairs asks me how I'm doing. Well, I'm doing okay, thank the Captain N. No, I think I'm doing okay. As Yeah, I think it, it gets easier once you do more and more. And I think the main thing of this is, one, make sure you're not half asleep. And I did that when I was recording the latest DLC episode, because you're yawning as the start of it. And just, it's kind of weird how I try and speak. And I always try to make sure the words are in front of my head as I'm speaking. It's a difficult way to say that. So there's not too many errs and oohs and I'm tripping over my words. But I'm not perfect. I'm always going to get something wrong. And I know this is a constant improving thing. I hope maybe I look back at these shows in a year's time and go, what the fuck was I doing? But yeah, it's a look, it's all about growth. And what I'm happy about the whole direction of the show, I'm happy. I am happy because I think I've got a good rhythm in the sense of our little games and, you know, 16 bits of nonsense, Ravel Die, the news of Patch. I'm happy with that. And I don't think that's going to change for a long time. I'm very happy with the guests I have who come on the show and the fact that they're consistent because I usually book them in. So you don't know a bit of behind the scenes is once we do an episode, I will then say, okay, let's book us in for four weeks in advance. So that gives me time to pick up their next game. And it's often the game they want to do. I don't push my games on them. They tell me what games they want to do. But it means I'm building episodes ahead of time, which in case I ever do need to go away, because I'm going back to the UK at Christmas. I've, I'll be away for about three weeks. So I'll need three weeks in the bank because I'm not going to do any recording. So to have that buffer is really great. Like when I had pneumonia, I, it went, I had some episodes in the bank, so I didn't have to worry about recording. So that's really good. And the fact I am, you know, getting to know these people more and more. Like we just had, I've just had an interview with Raging Demon. He'll be having a, uh, an episode come on soon. And he was an absolute joy to get to know. And I really appreciated that. Like, you know, you all know my views on um, Chris and Jake, terrible human beings. But it's great to get to know them and get to know the podcasting community in general. So for me, the way the show's going, I'm happy. You could argue, oh, it's only had a few Patreons. Look, give it time. I'm not after this for money. I'm after this for, you know, just to enjoy it. Would I like this to be become my main career? Of course I would. Who wouldn't want this to be their main career? But for now, I'm just taking it as it is. It's a side project that I really enjoy. And I get to meet new people. And I get to chat to them on a daily basis. And I can't complain. And how am I doing personally? I'm doing all right. Apart from the, the poor hiccups. She was really sick last night. Projectile vomit everywhere which was great, but I had the first time, I know it's from speaking from a parenting point of view, it's the first real, oh my god, shit. She vomited again, we heard it over the monitor, and I went in, and it was all over her face. Uh, she was lying on her back, all over her face, and it was like, you know, chunking out of her mouth, and I was like, holy shit, she's going to choke. So I had to like lift her up, and got her straight up, and I was about to just kind of, ugh, horrible image, I'm sorry if you're squeamish, getting the fingers down the throat, but luckily she got it out. 
and she was proper shaken. And I was shaken as well because you don't want to see that, you know, because I'm like, holy crap, she could have died from that. And it was just a horrible image to see because it turned the light on and it was like something from a horror movie. So she's okay. She's fine. She's still very tired. Um, she's just gone. She went to bed very early today. So I've just left her to go rest. Uh, me and the queen are taking shifts, staying with her. So she's okay. Uh, me personally, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm knackered, <laughs> but I'm okay. Um, my football season's nearly finished. Um, one more game to go, I think, and then we're all done. And yeah, can't. I'm in good health. Everyone's in good health apart from the odd illnesses, but that's just what's happened pre Roro. But I'm all good. So yes, thank you very much, Captain N, for asking because I said you asked, and the wife doesn't even ask how I am. Um, this week's guest, my cousin Stefan, Stefan Hatter, he says I've noticed on the podcast you haven't expressed your desire to perform oral sex on a game in a while. Have the quality of games you've played been playing declined, or is that just a phase? No, there are some things that I will suck their dick to. Uh, Mystical Ninja Goemon is not one of those games I will suck its dick. Some things, as I said, the Castlevania TV series, I will suck that thing's dick all day and probably not stop because it's that good. Um, recent games, well, I'm getting back into Street Fighter and I started playing Street Fighter V today. Shit, that's good. Bear in mind, this is not season one. This is the, you know, near off the end. But Jesus, that's good. Street Fighter Three. Jesus, that's good. So will I be doing more sucking oral sex on games? Yes. But also bear in mind that my parents sometimes dabble and might listen to this show just to hear my voice from the other side of the pond. And when I suddenly say, sorry, mum and dad, I'm sucking this game's dick. It doesn't really go down very well. And I get an angry text message so you can apologize all you want. But it's not going to fly. Well, sorry, mum and dad. It's going to keep happening. So there are my letters. Yes, we go from one thing asking me about how I am to the other thing about oral sex. This is the type of show we are. And it's quite clear because I put 18 on the badge's logo. You shouldn't be listening to this if you're a kid because I'll get things from angry parents. But thank you very much, guys, for writing in. It really does mean a lot. So changing gear, we're just going to go to our new section, which I call Patch 31.0. So what's been going on in the news? Well, not a great deal, to be honest. There hasn't been a lot going on, but I did manage to find some things. The Last of Us Part 1, yes. This is probably the biggest news of the week. It is now out, the Last of Us Part 1 remake. It's a remake for the PS5 released. Um, I've not got it yet. Will I get it? Probably. I'll be a bitch and get it, but my backlog is so incredibly big at the moment. There was no point. I just fear for that game because I know if I start playing it, I know how long it takes. I know it's awesome. I know it's heart-wrenching, but I need that time. And maybe when Hiccups is a little bit older, that I can just leave her for an hour and just go play it and not have to wonder, has she killed herself? <laughs> is she what she done? So I need to... And by killed herself, I don't mean that in a... I mean, like, jumped off like the couch or something like that. That's what I mean. I have to make that very careful because I know... I, yeah, you know what I mean? So the big one, Last of Us Part 1 is out now. And if you don't know, it is a remake of the PS3 that is now out for the PS5. Graphically, it does look fantastic. I can't disagree and complain. It looks absolutely incredible. I've not seen the reviews. I've not seen anything. I've tried to put my head in the sand. Like when you watch the episode of South Park, The Toon Wars, where they've got the whole... Is it The Toon Wars? I can't remember where they put the head in the sands. I think it's The Toon I can't remember. But it, basically, I'm just not looking at anything. Will I probably be getting it? Yeah. Like, I'm not rushing to it because I love Last of Us. Last of Us is in the top three games I've ever played in my life. 
Uh, that's a game's dick I will suck, Stefan. There you go. You're happy now? But I'm getting it? No, because my backlog is so big, and I know how long this game takes, so I just... Maybe I want to get from a backlog a little bit more instead <laughs> of give myself that buffer of uh, retro games done before I start going anywhere near this. But if you've played it, let me know whether it's it was needed. I've, I've wondered if it was needed or not. You know, make a Last of Us 3, focus on whatever else you're doing. Hey-ho, Naughty Dog seems to know what they're doing. So if you have played the new remake, let me know. Do you think it's any good and whether I should be basically ignoring my better judgment and buying it? Now, I'm going to talk about something I brought up, I think it was, it was last week, week before, and I mentioned about Final Fantasy 16 and how the director basically said, like, oh, we can't please everyone. And I thought about this a bit more and I went, do you know what? Yeah, you're right, we can't please everyone, and I made that point. But you know those people who want those old school games, like I do, I, I, I am one of those. I would love a Final Fantasy to be old school, you know, standing there. But then I looked and went, hang on, dickhead, you've been playing Bravely Default 2, which is an old school Final Fantasy game. And then it made me think, oh, yeah, maybe you should stop bitching because we've got Bravery Default 2, we've got Triangle Strategy, and Octopath Traveler, which are essentially, if you just look at it, like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics, and an even like a Super Nintendo Final Fantasy. So what am I bitching about? So basically, I should just look at it as basically Final Fantasy, Bravely Default 2, Final Fantasy... Triangle Strategy, Final Fantasy, Octopot Traveler. If I looked at it like that, I wouldn't be bitching. Because they are. They are just Final Fantasy games. So I don't know what I'm moaning for. I know that you've got the um, Tactics Ogre coming out. But that's essentially just Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Ogre. That's what that is. So I should stop moaning. Do what you want, Final Fantasy 16. Just give us a good game, the good story, good action plot. Good action plot. Good action. Good world building. And I actually enjoy myself. And I don't give a shit if they're standing around. Just do you. Stop worrying about whatever the people say. Although, when it comes to this next story with Fortnite, it can go fuck itself. Because I hate Fortnite and I refuse to get it. But once again, it's happened again. Potential leak has come out and it could be Spider-Gwen from the Spider-Man universe. And I'm like, stop it. I love Spider-Gwen. I would love to call my daughter Gwen, but that's going to be banned. I got one. I got one. Aha, you try and work out what her name is. But I got one. Um, I'm not going to get Gwen. I tried it not happening but yeah Spider-Gwen apparently is coming apparently it's been leaked stop it you've already got Naruto in there you've already got Goku in there you've got Ryu you've got Sakura from Street Fighter so that's not fair and now I've got Spider-Gwen Spider-Man's in it for fuck's sake ridiculous absolutely ridiculous just stop it with the bullshit talking of bullshit well I don't know if anyone's been seeing this but with multiverses Warner Brothers have trademarked uh, the phrase Big Chungus now, if you don't know what Big Chungus is, Big Chungus is an old 1940s episode of Bugs Bunny, where you basically got a fat Bugs Bunny. But he's basically a meme, and people refer to him as, like, the god of everything. And now that name has actually been trademarked. They already had the rights to the design. That, that's theirs. But the fact that they've trademarked the name is making everyone thinking it's coming that there's going to be Big Chungus, and I can't see why not. You've got Rick and Morty in there, for fuck's sake. Why not? The internet would love it if you... To have memes in there is great. Like when you see that Pikachu, that surprise <gasps> face, I would love that to be referenced in a video game, into being Smash Brothers. That'd be freaking hilarious. Like I can't see why Pokemon Sun and Moon don't... No, Sun and Moon, look at me going back a few generations. Scarlet and Violet don't do it, because that'd be absolutely hilarious to see a Pikachu meme do, on, that, on a t-shirt or something. But I think Bing Chungus, I agree. I think it is coming. 
And it will not that I played multiverses or plan to, but again, it's more characters, so people will be happy. And as long as people are happy, that's all I care about. Things that won't make me happy and things I do not care about is Pokemon Masters. This is a mobile phone game which I do not give a rat's arse about. The reason why it comes on to this episode of the show is because Ash Ketchum has finally become available in a video game. And it's of course a terrible, terrible video game. Now if you don't know, Ash has been the face of Pokemon for a long time along with Pikachu. However, he's never present in any of the games apart from Pokemon Puzzle League. This is because his counterpart in the actual game is called Red. Uh, Ash, unfortunately, has just been the anime boy, never been seen. Likewise, Red has never been seen in the main anime. I'll stress the main anime because I know there's been a series of Pokemon Journeys, which was made... Was it Pokemon Journeys? It was really good. It's like four or five parts. Very good anime. But that was about Red. But yeah, Ash never been playable. And he is in a shit game. So, poor Ash. He's never going to get a break, is he? The poor bastard. And one other bit of news. Remember I said last week, I noted that I was nearly finished with the anime show Tekken Bloodline. I finished it this week. Awesome. Awesome. Stefan told me about this. I didn't even know it was coming. I would have noticed it by my Netflix recommendations. Very good show. Really happy with it. And I made the point last week. So what happens when you look for the source material? Doesn't have to follow the story exactly. Because it wouldn't have followed the story exactly. There would have been some differences here. Really, really enjoyed it. I'll probably do a DLC on it at some point. I might do a DLC on that and Castlevania. Can, but I'm not sure. I'll do something. Because I do want to review it. And I think if you're a big Tekken fan, you absolutely love it. I think if you're not a big Tekken fan, it's going to be a bit hard to get into to beginning. But I think if you just kind of watch it and just you know, they kind of pad out the series, because bear in mind, this is starting from Tekken 3, not 1 and 2, so that's why I say it's a bit, maybe a bit difficult to start, but the, the fighting is, is awesome, the the animation spot on, music spot on, really, really good series. Now, the final thing I'm going to rem- mention before we move on is the fact I've been banned from Twitter. Yep, it's happened. I've been temporarily banned from Twitter. Now, what happened... <laughs> What happened is I went on to Remember the Games Twitter and they were talking about the Turtle series and he mentioned about, Adam mentioned how the electricity, oh god, the underwater electric seaweed was like a nightmare. Oh no, he could do it. Doesn't see why anyone struggled with it. And someone referenced, they said, oh, as long as you have a full turtle, you're fine. I referenced the point, you should, I think I think I said something like you should sacrifice Donatello because I don't like Donatello, I like Leonardo, and I know Adam likes Donatello. And then, all the hold, I've been temporarily kicked off Twitter. And then I went to try, I can't even really appeal it properly, because I can't have access, I don't know the email account that was linked to that account, so I can't even do anything. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what do I do here? I don't even think it's that bad. So, basically, luckily for me, I had the Honest Pokemon Trainers, Twitter account, so I'm on that. So I have now changed all the ats. It's now Retro Wars UK. Haha. So I've now just got it as that, kept it as that, and we're going to refrain. We're going to go back to this. I messaged Adam and said, Look what happens when you piss off the Twitter gods, and he just liked it. So if you don't know, remember the game, I always say I reference this show is basically the shitter, unofficial British slash Australian version of that, because Austra- um, remember the game is the greatest influence for me for doing this and the reason I do this show. So I'd like the accusation to be put to Adam. I will make this. He has to come on at some point and rebuke that point because it's his fault. Uh, Donatello, I think he's in a cult. I think him and Twitter are like, you know, those are cults with the hoods. 
with like you know making sacrifices to the devil and they sacrifice my twitter account in this sense because i dared speak against donatello see twitter have the thing on for donatello the bastard and that's all it for the news and i'm probably going to get in trouble for that last one get some slander at me oh well that'll be fun so let's move on into our usual game we like to play which is called revive or die hey listen Now, Revive or Die is where we look at either a mechanic, it could be a game, it could be a character, something we've not seen for a while and I want it brought back. Last week, there was a bit of confusion, so I've decided to bring that one back. Basically, I was looking at the Koopa Kids that were first introduced in Mario 3 as we were covering that game. And what I wanted to know was basically at the time, the Koopa Kids were the Koopa Kids. They were Bowser's children. However, it later then got declared that they're not actually his children and they're actually his underlings and only Bowser Jr., is his son, which kind of pissed me off. So I wanted the revival die. Should the idea be revived in my head and everyone's head that they are the kids, or should it be left to die and that Bowser Jr. is the only one? So Stefan got back in touch this week, and he basically said, Cooper kids definitely undeclared children of Bowser. Maybe bastards like Game of Thrones. I like that. Let's call them all little bastards, because that's what they are. Little shits. Boring Okay, not boring design, boring gameplay, their bosses are terrible. You tell me they're not terrible, you're lying. They're lying. They've always been poo in those old Mario games, and even in Super Mario World, they're poo. But yeah, let's have more undeclared children of Bowser. Like, who's Bowser's, who's Bowser's missus? Have they ever gone into that? Like, how is this thing breeding? Like, he could breed asexually, I don't know. Like, it'd be quite funny to see Bowser lay an egg, but maybe he does. He's based off a turtle, so you'd assume he comes from an egg. I want to see it. What happens? Do we have Bowser Jr. the teenage years? Does he grow up to become another Bowser? You have two of them. I Future questions. Future questions. But yes, my answer would be to revive them. And I'm going to add to that as what Stefan did. Let's make them undeclared bastards like they are in Game of Thrones. So the Cooper kids, that you know, you're basically bastards. Sorry, that's what you are. So let's just go into what I've been up to and what I've been playing before we get into the game itself. Well, as I said, what have I been up to? Clearing up Vomit, which has been absolutely great. But apart from that, the rain is now here for another week, which is fantastic. So I'm snowed under. Um, awesome. And it is Father's Day tomorrow, so I'm really looking forward to that. But you know what? I'm not here for the presents. And I was saying this to the wife the other day, somewhere a bit soppy. But for me, just looking after her, you know, being ill... I know it's, I don't want her to be ill, but just those moments where she needs me to actually be there for her. And that means more to me than anything. You know, I, she looks to me for comfort. I know I joked on Twitter. I was like, you know, you clean it yourself. But no, to have her there and she's saying, I love you, daddy, cuddles. That that means a lot. A lot. It really does hit the soul. And maybe, you know, I wouldn't have realized that, how much it hurt or how much it means. Sorry, when you, when you were before she came along but since she came along yeah it's really got to be little hiccups and seeing that's really been really nice all right what else have i been playing well there's been a lot going on i've been playing bravely default 2 final fantasy 5 i've started playing kirby's which kirby game is it the one with like eight games i've been asked to play that by our upcoming new guest um i played a bit of mortal kombat 2 for a new guest coming up soon and I then have been playing, I've been playing so much shit, it's ridiculous, I've been able to do it, because timings, I downloaded Street Fighter 5 earlier today, it's 40 gig, 
So I've been playing that and I've been starting to get used to playing Street Fighter 3 because I'm not using Ryu because I can just jump into Ryu. I'm using another character I've never used before, but I want to try and get good because I want to have different mains. Because if you use Ryu, you can use Sakura with a kind of very similar sort of playstyle. So I want to try and get used to characters I've never used before because if, you, if you're playing against Ryu, then you're not going to know how a Sakura player is going to play. So, well, kind of. I know people go, oh, it's fucking different. I know it's different, but there are similarities because you're playing a Shoto. So if I can just get used to a new character, that'll be quite interesting. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. I don't think it's going to be as jam-packed next week. I think I'm going to try and tone it down a little bit and just focus. I'm going to try and get Kirby out of the way. Once Kirby's out of the way, I've got to then crack on with Ape Escape. Resident Evil needs to be done. I need, oh God, I've got to finish that next week. Resident Evil 1 needs to be done next week. I need to finish finish that off on the GameCube. Oh my God, I've got so much to do. But it's all good. Um, so but until then, that, that's that's a me problem to worry about, not a you problem. For you listening, probably thinking, yay, great, all these great games are coming. Because they are, they are coming. Uh, it just means I'm jam-packed trying to get them done. And hopefully that I can get it done at 5, 6 in the morning. Because that's when I often do my gaming, weirdly enough. But for everyone else, we're going to be talking about Mystical Ninja Gomon for the N64. As I said, I played this thanks to Stefan's um, parents, my cousins. And, well, Stefan is my cousin, second cousin, but I just like to wind him up. It's been an absolute treat playing that game. It was, I haven't played it for years because it was quite hard to get hold of. And I don't have an N64 anymore. Um, we are going to start looking into emulation. Um, so I can start playing some of these N64 games. But when it comes to Gomon, I had an absolute breeze. It really introduced me into what Japanese gaming is. Now, I already had an idea of the culture because of our other cousin, Chris. Not Chris the guest, our cousin, mine and Stefan's cousin, because he got us into Japanese anime and stuff like that. So a lot of this, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get this. But it was the wackiness of Japan that even the animes weren't showing us. It kind of reminded me of an old anime series called Samurai Pizza Cats. That's the best example I probably had. I think we actually mentioned that in the chat of how I could reflect this because a lot of the other animes my cousin was showing us were very dark, gory, grisly. Yeah, they were nice and fun with Japanese jokes and a lot of the stuff that's in here. But as I said, this game, really enjoyed it. So gutted that Konami have given up making games because they own the intellectual property for this and they won't give it to anybody. Because I would love to see another Mystical Ninja, whether it be a 3D or a 2.5D. Love to see it, but I just don't think we're going to be seeing that for a long time, unfortunately. But that's 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 you know that's for me to cry about then. Now we just need to get onto the game. So I'm going to put some music on. And when we come back, me and my cousin Stefan are going to be talking about Mystical Ninja starring Goemon, which came out in Europe on April the 18th, 1998. Fuck me, I'm old. They say you should work with family, and I decide to go back again. Um, it's been a long time trying to get this one sorted and returns to the show is my cousin Stefan. How are you, Maisie? Hello. I am fine, thank you. Well, I, was expect- you? I was expecting a bit more of a rebuttal there. I just got, oh. Well, yeah. I'll, it, it, it'll come. It'll come. Oh, it'll come. It will come. Because will we've come. been trying to get this sorted for, what, months? Months and months and months. And I've wanted to get this one done. Because this was one of my favourite games growing up. And it was Mystical Ninja starring Goemon for the N64. What a absolute gem this was. I when I when you said you were doing this retro gaming podcast, the first 
game that came to my mind was Mystical Ninja. And I thought, you know, maybe maybe no one's even heard of it. I, I can't think of any of my friends who, who ever say, you know, when they talk about their gaming childhood, who've ever played it. But all I can think of, if I think of my N64, it's this game. Yeah. For me, anyway. Um, it's just got so many memories. Um, but we'll go into it, won't we? See, this this was once again, I think we had this in the last episode. This was once again, I think, one of the ones that your mum and dad just went, ah, fuck it, we'll just buy games. I can't remember. I was trying to work this out. I I, I mean, it must have been, mustn't it? But <laughs> You definitely had it. You definitely had this. I borrowed it off you. Well, I've got I've, in my notes. I've got I've got this. Um, I remember vividly lending it to you because I got stuck, and you were like my go-to guy to to just get me past certain areas. Damn fucking uh, right. I think we did it with other games, but I, I vividly remembered lending you this one to get past a certain uh, dungeon or boss or whatever. And this makes me think, like you said, your mum and dad aren't computer game savvy, and it's like, how the fuck did they pick this up? And then you go, oh, you can just have this. Because this was a fucking, this is hardly seen this game. I must have seen it in, because as kids do, they just look at something and go, I want that, it looks cool. It's just the characters on the box, like, they look great. They like, do. Roman as a character, you think, he just looks cool. Even if, um, you know, you would never, t- I mean, I must, I, how, how would I know about this, like, random game, like this Japanese um you know, such a Japanese aesthetic, and and really, do you know that the, it only sold fifty thousand copies? Yeah, barely yeah. any. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Barely any. And it, I think because I hadn't, I didn't know about the Mystical Ninja series, and I don't think I would have played this had you not introduced it to me. I honestly yeah. don't because it wasn't advertised. I never saw it. Here we go. We're, we're on camera here. That, that we're on noise. camera. And he's just yeah. sitting there a brainwave. Like, what is it, dickhead? So the brainwave, I, 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 I realised where I first played it or how I first played it. I used to stay at my nan and granddad's, which funnily enough is the house that I'm in right now. Um, and either if I was bunking sick off school or um, just having stayers at theirs, my granddad used to take me to Blockbuster and we used to rent we used to rent games and I had the N64. I'd take my N64 and set it up on their big telly and their one of those big back TVs in, in their living room. Um and I'd plug in the N64 and we'd go to Blockbuster and just you would choose the games because there was no internet. There was no real I mean, the most you would have a knowledge about a game would be from the Nintendo magazine. Yeah, magazines and cheap books. Stuff. Or literally the cover art on the box, mm-hmm. and you would choose, choose your games from that from the from what they looked like on on the shelf, and that must have been what it was. I must have, I, I vividly remember the um, you know you know him as a character, and he's full front on the box. And yeah, going on standing there with a with a coin in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. blue hair. You know, he looks. He's a cool looking character. So I, I've just picked that up, and it was nineteen ninety eight. So I must have been. I mean, whether it was after. I mean, I mean, I was I was nine years old then. So How old I? I was twelve. <laughs> we, we are. I mean, you said it probably. Fucking ancient, fucking ancient people. Fuck me, we are old. Fuck me, we're old. Fuck me, I'm nearly dead. Because oh. this, I think I played. I must have. I'd had played um, 
Zelda, the Ocarina of Time, and mm-hmm. Mario 64 before this. So this, okay, was... so this must have been, if it was released in 98, we must have played it. Oh, it was 97. I, I, I mean, it was developed in 97. But anyway, this this came before Zelda. This was yes, in it between. did. It did. It came before Zelda. It was in between. We'll get back to it. I've got a really good point about this. It came between Mario 64 and Zelda. Yes. But we'll go back to that because I've got a very good point to make about that. But how I first played it, I remember... Pl- Putting it in for the first time in the N64, when you're at your nan and granddad's house, maybe on a school holiday, whatever, and having that time when you're on your own in the lounge with that big telly and the first thing that comes up, that Konami logo yeah. with the old school um, jingle, and then the intro. Oh, oh. See, this game, right, so the intro, this game was unapologetically Japanese and... If you weren't into Japanese culture, you get to see that they do crazy shit with their audio, with their music. Didn't you say, I think on a previous podcast, you said it was the um, uh, the same singer as the Dragon Ball? It is! It's the same guy! It is! You're the one that goes, Shala, Shala. I never knew that, but it is. It's the same guy! I was like, and I only realized it. I didn't realize it as a kid. How was I going to realize it? But I realized it when I was trying to find music for this show. I was like, holy shit. That's it. I, I recognize that. It's the same fucking guy. Oh, mine just went. But it's brilliant. And I, I just, I've literally just, I mean, I'm actually, this is after my dinner. I've just got, I've got me, um, me other cousin around. We just had some uh, pizza outside, some beers and stuff. And I just, I just said, I'm like, oh God, I'm getting too relaxed here. I need to go on the podcast. So to get in the mood, I, mean, I looked at my notes and I went, shit, I need to, I need to actually get back in the mood. <laughs> so which which, which cousin is he? Cousin Josh. He's on my dad's side. Well, no, dead to me. Don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What of those family? What of those fucking family? Okay. Peasants. <laughs> Josh, like, I'm not a peasant. You're a fucking peasant to me. Um, no, so um, yeah, I just I've just put on the intro before coming here just to just to get them, and it does it literally that intro alone just it just immerses you into that world of the game. And I'm assuming you're going to put a snippet of it. I mean, if you don't, you're doing things wrong, Danny. Oh, don't you start telling me what goes on in this show. Fuck me. Fuck you. But I will. I will be. It's one of the songs. Yeah, you have to. Well, there's a a few songs because, like, the few... This this soundtrack is fucking godlike. So we can get back to Japanese thing. This this soundtrack is fucking godlike. And every and I, I, I was listening, watching a few playthroughs to get my memory back. And it was when they went through the field, I was like, Holy shit, everything is coming back to me. The dun 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 dun, and it's straight away. And I started singing the song right back because you have your intro city, you know, yeah, like any any RPG game, you get your you know, your your intro city and then once you get out of that you hit the what they call the highway and it just has this amazing little dun, 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 and it goes into that really upbeat amazing track and you you genuinely feel you're like i'm on the way 
yeah. I'm on the way. We're I'm on, on the, the way. Here we go. <laughs> That's and it. it was it was a great mix of like traditional music and Japanese music of like modern trying to modernize Japanese music because it had that like you could tell this game was for Japan. Like if you watch any Naruto, it's that sort of stuff. They try and get like basically stereotypical Japanese sounds and then add a bit of an upbeat to it, and it worked great. I, I honestly think this soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks you can have in a game. I mean, what, what, what genre is it? Would you say it's a platform game? Would well, that's the thing. I well, I'd say it's an RPG, advent action RPG, because that's what Zelda is. Legend of Zelda is class action it's RPG. So open world, though. Yes, like, I, I loved just going around. You could you, you could literally just walk around the town and speak to people and. You, yeah. you could get around that opening town and just have a nice little life there if you wanted to immerse yourself. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? You could. Every, and... every NPC has something to say, albeit it be fucking bizarre what they say because it hasn't translated that well from Japanese. No. But um, no, there's, yeah. There's, it, in fact, yeah. I mean, what, what, what even is the story of this game? Oh, where's hang on? I've got. So the story. Right, you, you try and summarize it, Danny. So the story is that basically they're on an adventure. They're basically walking around and suddenly like a big, was it a space? Oh, fuck, I wrote this down. Fuck, I wrote this down. Basically like two, a big, oh, is it? Oh, wait, I got it. Basically a spaceship arrives. Oh, no, no, no. These two people turn up, right? And they basically turn the, is it Odo Castle? Basically they turn it into a normal castle, like a European castle. And they basically want to rule the world with dancing. Yeah. It, it's it, so fucked. To get... Yeah, I mean, I, hang on. Yeah, so, so these... Like, alien people turn up to an... I don't know if it's feudal. It's not feudal Japan, but olden times Japan. Um, turn their castle into a European castle and then fuck off into space... Yes, they do. You have to go and collect these pieces to transport into space to stop them turning the world into a big stage. Yeah, and then basically when... when, Production, I don't know. When you save the world, right, and the ending, you save the world and all the girls get pissed off because they wanted it to be like that. Yeah, it's a... it, It completely makes... I mean, it, it makes sense, but in a completely nonsensical way. But it's still brilliant. It is. Still this is but this, yeah. this, goes, <laughs> this goes back to the fact that this game, again, for Western audiences, it makes no fucking sense. But for for those playing from Japan, this was the thing. This was a Japanese game, and they weren't changing that. Like, that's why it's so fucking bonkers. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, the first few minutes... You've got um, Ibisamaru is basically coming out of a like a, a restaurant with his box with his first pants thing, by his ankles. That's the first thing that happens. You're introduced to the characters by one of them exposing himself in a restaurant. Yeah, and trying, getting... yeah, trying to do a dance. He think I thought like a dance in his underwear would get him a free meal. That's that is literally Japan is fucking mental. It has a different mindset. So for those people like from the West, like what the. F- fuck is going on i luckily i was introduced a little bit to this through our our, our cousin 
not your mm. fucking other cousin, fucking uh, our cousin Chris <laughs> introduced us to a lot of Japanese culture through anime, through stuff like Samurai Pizza Cat, through the Giver. So we kind of got to see what Japanese culture, the wackiness of it, prior to this game. And you wonder why we're so broken. There is, it is Chris. It is Chris. When he gets on this show, he's meant to be coming on this show at some point. So he's getting fucked. I mean, he, he, this is a massive aside to this podcast, but he, he this uncle in particular for, for anyone listening. Oh, he's an uncle. Oh, he's, got, he's an uncle for you. He's a cousin for me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 My uncle, your cousin. It, He's warped our minds since we were fragile little boys. And not in like a... That, that sounds Whoa, cool. that <laughs> so bad. <laughs> not, from a, not from a creepy uncle type of way. It, I mean, the, the warping was welcomed. I don't know. There was consent to the strange uncle behaviour. I don't know. It wasn't, yeah... Oh, it wasn't for me. At some point, I was. In, this this sounds so bad. I was in a room screaming, saying, "Let me out! Let me out!" He's like, "No, no, you're not going out. You need to watch this." And I'm watching freaking Akira go. <laughs> but it was. The best I did think you might have uh, buried some shit, but I, I think no. I think it, <laughs> it was all innocent. It was all innocent. So, yeah, but I remember. I remember seeing um, very very violent mangas when I was about eight. <laughs> oh yeah he had us watching the most horrific stuff but my god i could watch that shit now and go like ninja scroll i was like yeah at the time like, yeah, people getting fucking plowed and then cut in half <laughs> yeah well basically this is a bit of a sideway what our child was well so every saturday we always used to meet up the aunties and uncles used to meet up and then they call the cousins coffee mornings. the more coffee mornings they still the aunties and uncles still have coffee mornings now we all met up as cousins and basically just battered us and there were freaking loud how many were there there was like 10 of us we just beat the shit out of each other but it was the best times ever yeah i mean you taught me how to swear did i that probably doesn't yeah well, maybe phil oh no you, you can say beat. phil Raphael, yeah. phil he'll be on the show at some point so yeah you can say that okay i thought you might have to beep it no it's only my daughter and my wife you have to beep out uh, okay. okay and as i always say on this show hiccups um although three years old is the same family rank as Stefan, and I always rub that in because it's hilarious. <laughs> Baby, how old is she? Like three. An awful, awful relative. She's three. Okay. Well, do I don't offend you because you do oh, live I in England and I do live in Australia. Yeah, I can have it. Yeah, as soon as she gets off the plane, <laughs> you're there. I, I hiccups. Doosh, just assert dominance. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get back on track? <laughs> we could. Where so, were we? <laughs> where were we? So the characters, because we mentioned okay. about Ibisamaru. So there were four characters you could use. There was Goemon, who was the main character on the front, blue hair, spiky wear. And they all were the traditional, they were all traditional Japanese, like ninjas. You had Ibisamaru, who was kind of like his sidekick, big fat bastard. Um, it was like the comic, one of the comical reliefs. You had Yei, who was part of the police force. Secret police. Yeah, she's part of the secret police. That's fucking news to me. Yeah, there we go. And she had green hair. And then there was Sasuke. Our first mention of Sasuke, Sasuke, Sasuke-kun. Who was this little robot. I I was going to say, I've just... The next one of my notes was, was 
the characters just look amazing. Oh, Every they do. They look. They, they all like have different their own colors. They look bright. They're detailed. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Sasuke, Sasuke in particular, it, it they they were really smart. I think so. You, you got access to these characters really really quick. So mm-hmm. the whole. I can't think of any other game that you had so much freedom just to. I mean, you you got four characters just to flip between at the click of yeah, a button. Yeah, that was the that was a trick here. So you could only use one at a time, but mm-hmm. you could flip between them anytime. But they were so clever because the coolest one, the one who looked sick, had a little flip in his jump, was a robot ninja. Yeah, they, they well they really you know. Oh, hang on. You've still got you. Hear me? Yeah, I've still got you. Keep going. My laptop's telling me you haven't. As long as you can hear me, that's fine. Um, yeah. So the, the the coolest one they left to last, and you have to go on a, a proper. You know, you have to find the batteries for him in the open world, and they're yeah. pretty spaced out. It takes a while to find them, and you, but they give you the body, so they they give you the character like pretty much dead. Early on, is so you corpse. have this like this corpse, this cool looking robot corpse, and you're like, why can't I play with you? Why can't I want to fucking play with you? like you have everyone else except him, but you have his body. So you, and you have to go on this big adventure to find the batteries, but it's two batteries. Yeah, and when you, that moment when you put the two batteries in Sasuke, it's a proper fist pump moment, and then you spend the next the next, you know, day of playing the game, just going back to all the old places, playing as Sasuke. Like, yeah, you do. And you, they send you with four characters. And the reason why you have four characters is because they all have their, like, unique weapons and they have their unique abilities. So Goemon, so Goemon uses a pipe. Yeah. And he has a chain pipe. So basically the hookshot-esque from Zelda. You've got Ibisumaru as a hammer. But he can picture ghosts, which you need for one of the dungeons, and he can t- make himself go very small. You've got Ye, who has a sword or katana. Um, she can swim and eventually call upon a dragon, which is awesome. And Sasuke has a kunai, and he has bombs which can blow a up what? rocks. Hmm? A what? Kunai. Okay. What do you think I said? We'll just skip that. Do you think I said he had a cunt? Yeah. That's a- <laughs> what a weapon. What a weapon. <laughs> Just goes to people and just goes, woo! No, he had a kunai. Kunai bombs, which could blow up buildings, and jetpack, which could get him to certain heights. And the thing is, you needed to switch, and you constantly needed to switch. So you got a dungeon using Goemon. I used to use Goemon quite a lot, but when you had to suddenly go, shit, I need to jump into water, you basically do a ninja poof into a into a yay and then she can jump into water and that's how the game worked yeah. there was puzzles yeah. you had to do puzzles and by doing that you get just having that ability you gave you so much more options to do shit which zelda didn't have which mario mm-hmm. didn't have and it's very easy to compare the two but by just doing that one simple thing you open the game up dramatically um Opening the game up there, there was there was so much. I mean, I just remember. I mean, I was trying to. I actually got really angry researching this, um, angry that I couldn't play it. I was trying to get my hands on an N sixty four. Um, one of my friends has one, but I just couldn't get in touch with him. Bastard. I, I know, but I was. I, he's got he's got mystical ninja as well. Bastard. Um, I know. So, 
I was, I was desperate. I was watching these long plays of it. And the more I was watching it, the more angry I was. I was like, I want to be playing it because it's know, like, yeah, you do, don't you? It, there's so much to do, and it, whether that be just speaking to all the NPCs and going around as the different characters, um, going on the highway and just slicing up bad guys and stuff. But with that music, it's just it's a, such a good experience. But the, the world feels oh, so it, immersive. It's brilliant. It feels so immersive, and you're straight in there. There's so much to do. There's so much to see. There's so much to learn. And it's Very great. 1998 game. Yeah. Like, graphically, it's not as good as Zelda. But again, it's easy to compare that. It's it's not, but it did come before it. So I give it that. Do you know what? I haven't, um, I haven't played Ocarina of Time in... I can't remember the last one. Did they re-release it for GameCube? No, there was the last release of Ocarina of Time sure was for the 3DS. Played, I'm sure I played it on GameCube. It, oh, it may have been a straight port. Might have been tripping balls. Uh, no, actually, no. I think they did. No, they. Uh, no, no, no. Well, they did. They, 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 no, they did because they released Master Quest. They released the harder version. Yeah, no, they did. They did, but it was just a straight port. That's the last time I played it, but. I watched um, today. It was um, I actually watched a clip of Ocarina of Time randomly, and I thought, oh god, yeah, it is actually there is something. There's something they do with the. I don't know whether it's the graphics or the filter or something on it. It looks it looks so much better. Than it, I think it looks more realistic. Goman, Mystical Ninja is more cartoony. Yeah, but I mean, I'm definitely not going to say it's a better game than Ocarina of Time. But it's not. It's not. But I enjoyed it I'm just as much. Going to argue. It's a better game than Super Mario 64. Oh! There's already people going, fuck you! Where do you live? It is. It's In terms of... An open, bear in mind the, the, the landscape of gaming at the time, right? So you plugged in Mario 64 for the first time, you saw that 3D open world, and it literally was. There was loads of mystery to it. From the moment you're outside the castle... Yeah, you can go. You can go anywhere, and you want to get on the roof. I mean, we all know what was on the roof. Biggest fucking letdown in the world. But fucking, anyway, fuck you. But, yeah. Anyway, um, there's that. But Goman took it to a new level. So Mario, you had that, and you had the platform levels, and you had the open world. Goman, you had the characters, you had the music, you had the NPC dialogue. Uh, which didn't really need to be there. You yeah. had, it, it, I mean, if you if you're going to say let's compare platform games on the N64, for me, Mystical Ninja fucking blows Mario out of the water. Yeah, it's it's a difficult. So where do you place it? Is it an RPG? Is it a, a platformer? Because it had elements of both, didn't it? It really did have those elements of both. And it's quite funny you actually just mentioned about you know NPCs and the stuff you could say. And I was just going back for this and looking at some of the stuff that gets said. And I can't think of any Western game that has this sort of approach to comedy because some of it's like, ooh, I don't it's think... Downright it, it's it's weird. Track. Sorry? There's a laugh track. There's a laugh track, which doesn't make sense sometimes because of the yeah, translation often, issues. You'll, you'll be watching a cutscene and you may have defeated... Yeah, you'll defeat a boss. You'll defeat a boss and the big bosses will come down and taunt you and they'll 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 say some random fucking sentence and they'll go <laughs> but like a laugh track it'll yeah. be like 
you know, like a comedy, you're watching, and the laugh track goes, ah, and you just sit there going, was, was that meant to be funny? <laughs> because of the translation it's issues. Like, am I a fucking moron? Right? Did that not... <laughs> but the, the, there are some things that are quite funny. Like the, the main um, antagonist calls Goemon Fernandez for the for some reason for the whole game. It's it's, yeah, it's a red It's it's dead like um surreal comedy, isn't it? Yeah, like this one of the side quests you have to do is find um old man's dirty magazines. Oh, but they replaced that in the Europe. I yeah. they, they replaced that in our version. It was car mags, but it was dirty magazines. I was, I was gonna say the the old man who's meant to be your mentor or whatever. He um. Yeah, they they've edited it for the for the for the European version. Put the, in, yeah. But then there was some stuff that was left in. Um that was so we obviously had it would be tomorrow we didn't see it. The fortune teller. So when the fortune teller basically no. you go, you go tell him what he tells you what to do, basically he thrusts at you with his underwear on, which is just weird. Because of the graphics though. So I so watching the long play of this game, so basically anyone this I mean, I'm just I'm conscious that, the, that we've not really spoke much sense because the game doesn't make fucking sense. Well, so no, the game over the game over screen. <laughs> the game over screen is a freaking genie and devils doing hooper, like doing hula yeah, hooping. <laughs> but there's there's basically a fortune teller that, that in one of the buildings in the first town, there's a fortune teller called is he called Plasma? I can't remember his name. Just shouts plasma. I don't know what. Basically, when you get you go into this, and as a nine-year-old child, you go, you, you know, you're exploring your little city. You're going around. It's all really fun. It's all nice. There's nice music, and you go into this one fucking weird place, which looks like a brothel, and then all this music probably is this bizarre formation of something comes towards you and goes. Plasma, and it just says it in big letters, and you're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this room? Is it? Is it a brothel? Is it weird? I don't know what it is. What is this? The being that's, and I don't know whether it's the graphics that make it. Do you know what's funny? I I thought it was a big, massive, voodoo dolly sort of. The whole thing was a being, but turns out, on researching this, I found out that he's a character from the previous games. And actually, what I thought was like a, the head and the mouth of this big being was the whole dude. He's just a little guy on top of a big voodoo doll. And what I thought was the wagging tongue was actually his flailing loincloth. Nice. Well, he's, that's he's, Japan again. He's naked. And they turned down. And funnily enough, here's a little factoid for you. For the European release, they changed his skin colour. Because they thought the lighter skin colour looked too nude. Really? I never knew that. Well, what, it's done to, what it's done to nine-year-old me is completely confused me and thought that he was a head. Hey, listen, big... all I can say of that sort of stuff is go it, play, man. go after this, right? And hopefully, I think I was on this episode before, go listen to the, the Dragon Quest episode and then go, well, you can't because it's not been aired yet, but you can air it afterwards for people listening. Go watch Dragon Quest on the Game Boy and you tell me, you tell me he is not walking around with a dildo in his hand. You fucking tell me. <laughs> you didn't see this, but Stefan's eyes are, mm. <laughs> dildo, I'm in. Dildo. <laughs> I'm, I'm in for a dildo, dildo adventure. 
Oh no, you do don't. No, there was one thing. Where was it? Because there's there's still other things I want to get into. But you know, we can say we're comparing it to Zelda, which is which is very easy to do. And but had some of the lot of the traits of Zelda in the sense of the it had dungeons, it had keys, it had maps, it had dolls. So if you got four collected these like yeah. dolls, four dolls equal a heart, one golden doll equals one heart. Where have we seen that fucking formula from? I'm, I'm gonna argue that this not argue, I'm just gonna say I, I I genuinely think this is one of the most important N64 titles of all time. Bold. It, uh, honest to God, so you it was in between Mario 64 yep. and Zelda. I yep. think Zelda came a year later. Yeah. Wasn't Zelda delayed a year? I'm not I'm not or, sure well, you wonder it was because delayed because of this. No, 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 no. I, I know it wasn't delayed because of this, but I just think there's so many elements in this. This the amount of stuff that they threw at this game to the detriment of it as well. They cut loads from it. So this it's is not only a, it's not a long game. It's not a very no, long no, game. But they, but they cut but for, I mean for, for what it is, that cartridge and, and the time it was released, it is a huge game. Um, and the amount of different gameplay styles and characters and content they put in there, it's fucking amazing. But the some of the stuff which we'll get into about the you know the bad side of it because I'm not going to just I mean I mean I just I have mostly positive stuff to say mm. about this game. There's a few little you know niggles, but um, you know the stuff that's to the detriment. Zelda was released a year or two years later. I'm not sure. It was nice that. Anyway, I think it might have been 98. I think this was released in 97. Let's not get into that. Anyway, um, I think this this game. People could have learned from this game, as in, I'm not, I'm not saying that they did. I mean, obviously, Nintendo listens to this podcast, so they're going to let you know. Of course, they do. They always listen to this podcast. Yeah. I I just think that this game came out, obviously, a big Japanese release, not so much European. But I think there's so much to learn from this game that they went, okay, well, they've done that, and they'll, they they hone their skills and and made things better for Zelda. I mean, I don't want to make the direct comparison, but I I genuinely think this this game is the ultimate in-between for something like Mario and then, Zel- and then Zelda to come out after it. This is the perfect, I mean, this well, perfect example. It was the game that was in-between. Yeah, it, it showcased a lot of what Zelda did, but in a primitive form. Yeah, you said about like what Zelda did. And one of the things, like the, one of the bad things this game is the camera. The camera, unfortunately, oh, like, when you're in dungeons, yeah. it, it's shit. But it also had Z tar- didn't have Z Z targeting, which the Legend of Zelda games then brought in, which were freaking iconic and needed ever since. If so- this game had Z targeting, it would have been phenomenal. Oh, it would have been it would have been really good had it had the camera, Z targeting. The camera sucks balls in this oh. game. Yeah, the camera is fucking shite. The camera is fucking shite. It's an absolute joke. And but the thing is though, like. I said it's not as good as Zelda or Mario. That's that's fucking going to cause arguments. But would you rather play this than Zelda and Mario? Fuck Mario, man! I'd rather play this than Mario sixty four. I'll give you that. I'd rather play that. I think I, I think I think. Do you know one thing? It would say that I thought we would talk about the characters. Do you know actually the characters had their own run? Details. Little details. Didn't need to do that. Didn't need to. They have have their own own run. Little little mints. Yeah. 
He has. He has. <laughs> and but like he didn't need to do that. They did. And the details in the you know the if you slightly push the um, directional stick forward, you would do the tiptoe and then the walk and then the run. Yeah. Not not many fucking games had that level of detail back then. Oh yeah, because usually games if you if you do a slight little like to the right, you just do a full walk. Did Mario? Uh, did Mario? It does Mario have a tip top tiptoe feature? I think he does. I think Mario Maybe. does have a tiptoe. Mm. Someone, I, I, you know what? When we do the Mario sixty four episode, I will do a tiptoe test for you. Do a tiptoe test, a mint, a mint test. If he does a little mincy walk, that'd be great. And for those who don't know a mincy walk, it's when you kind of put your arms like, ooh, it's like that little squinting. But then he, he jogs. And as an ex, as an ex cabin crew, I can say this near the cabin crew walk, near the trolley dolly walk. Yeah, down there, down the cabin, chicken or beef, that one. But then he does like he, he shakes his ass, like he does a little skip when he's yeah, running. He That's his, and it's awesome. It's awesome. So we've not talked about bosses yet. So the game had some bosses, although they're not as memorable as probably the ones in Zelda. They were a bit rubbish, to be honest. The only one which I thought was quite cool was you had to go on and fight on top of a dragon. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was cool. Can you remember the name of that boss? Fuck no. Colon. Fuck off. Colon. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I think... Uh, so you had... For fucking hell, the level, the, the hierarchy of the bad guys in this game is really fucking mad. Like, so you had the two, there was a dude and a girl who were in charge of the spaceship that turned the castle into a different castle. Yeah. And they had four minions called, right, let me get this. I'm a bit drunk and tried to remember, so let me get this right. Yeah, he's had so, wine and beer while we've been doing this. I got more. He's got more got beer. More. He's got wine. So, and I can't drink because it's half six in the morning. I mean, well, you I can't. Drink. I could. Would, but I've got to go to work. It would be very questionable. No. <laughs> right. So, Baron, Sharon, Poron, and Colon. Fair. Great names. Great names. You wonder if great, fantastic names, but they didn't have the same oomph. They really weren't. I mean, Colon is not going to be the most memorable. Yeah. Remember that boss, Colon? Fucking hell. But there was, right. And I've left it. It was a cool fight. It was a cool fight. They were cool. They were cool because you had to fight a fish man. There was a Japanese warrior. There was, um, you had to fight a head on top of a castle, a ghost. You had to bat it. You had to bat its discs back. <laughs> so you'd, you'd what? Bat its discs. Discs. Whatever you're thinking of, your dirty mind. Yeah, imagine that. Someone's fi- it's firing its penis at you and you have to hit it back. That makes no sense. It probably does in some sense. But it was, yeah, the boss stages weren't... They weren't memorable, but they gave you like a, like a 3D... This whole 3D, 360 <laughs> fighting arena. Listen, they must have been difficult enough. Um, I mean, from what from watching the long play, I sort of got it, but I didn't like. I said I really wanted to play it because I remember getting stuck, and I wondered if fuck, I'm gonna say it. Thirty two year old me, what? Thirty two year old me. I was wondering if I could beat it when nine year old me couldn't. 
You know what I mean? Do you know what? You sometimes I wonder this shit. And I play some games now, like old games I used to play back when I was a kid. I was like, how the fuck did I do this? Hey, do you know I was playing Banjo Kazooie? Yeah. Did I tell you that? I fucking quit it. I rage quit it. (laughs) Fucking disgusting. Fuming. I I, I absolutely 100%ed it until that level where you get to the fucking... The, the, yeah, the shipyard, which is all fucked up anyway, and there's that fucking shark there. How the fuck did that shark get into that shipyard with the fucking oil? Anyway, you have to do this fucking time time trial from the top of the ship to the fan of the ship, and it's absolutely impossible, and I, I cannot believe anyone can do it. Even on Kazooie's legs. I'm 32 years of fucking age, and I can't do a Banjo-Kazooie time trial. Fuck that game. Did you not use Kazooie's legs? Maybe. You always use Kazooie's legs? Yeah, I must have. I must have because I'm not being funny. You can't... The the time... I get to the fan. I can get to the fans of the ship. So to do that in that time, I must be using Kazooie's legs. (laughs) I'll I'll do it again. I'm going to do it tonight drunk. If I fucking do it... If I if I can do it, that says a lot for alcohol. I want that uploaded, please. I want the video. <laughs> get get your your peasant cousin. To I will, I'll get that. Peasant, the peasant cousin. I'll pay him to fucking to yeah. film me. Record this shit, you bastard. I might. I will, I will upload it if you do. <laughs> I That's might end good. Smashing a beer bottle through a sixty-inch fucking UHD telly. Oh, if you do that, I, I record that as well. What I'll ring your mum. I'll ring your mum. Say, Mum, Stefan, guess what he's done? Gonna laugh at you. Laugh at now, me. The last thing I could probably want to get into. Oh, actually, yeah. there's two things. Two things. First is the sequel. Now, the sequel went back to its TD 2D roots, and I did play the sequel, and it's hard as. I know. We will. We will cover that, and I'm going to try and emulate it. <laughs> um, but. It's hard as fucking balls. I remember being gutted. I remember, like we said before, back in the day, there was no internet, there was nothing. So you just had the magazines to go off. And I remember seeing screenshots of that and going, ah, oh, shit. More thinking. I remember. Is... Yeah, it's not 3D. Yeah, I thought it was a two. I, I think there is 3D elements to it. It's two and a half D, essentially. They kind of make it look 3D, but it is a I two D. Like the actual levels are traditional platforms. Yeah. Which kind of sounds cool now I, now I think about it. But back then, I was like, fuck that. Fuck that shit. It's I want hard. Full, all warning, full immersion. Colin here. It's hard oh, as balls. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. Now, the last thing I haven't touched on it, and people thinking, "Fucking, why have you not mentioned it?" Is because it's the best bit in the whole fucking game. I've not mentioned impact. Now, impact is the best bit in this whole game. I can't believe we've got this far without talking about it. I've done my. I knew I was always going to mention this at the end. I waited. For, I was more hoping you wouldn't spoil it. I'm glad you didn't. So, impact, if you don't know, is a giant robot mecha where at three points, three or four points in the game, including the last level, you basically all get beamed into this um, giant mecha and fight robot battles. So you remember when I said to you, can you explain the story of this game? Oh, Impact is... So you 
when you go through that whole oh yeah people come they're in a spaceship they change the castle into the castle you've got to do that and you've got to get to the castle blow up that in between that you summon with a magic conch shell yes a fucking huge Gundam mech fucking version of yourself yep because that's a Hollywood Basically. it's a Hollywood he does Hollywood movies you forgot yeah you summon oh, yeah. him after, after the levels after you finish those levels in the mech he just goes right I'm fucking off back to Hollywood now I've got a big movie to film yeah he's got a movie to film it's fucking awesome but the, the, the best thing about it is like when he comes when you do the thing there's a song plays and it's Japan they play the whole song several times intro and everything it's like oh fuck you think you can just skip that because you've done it once no this is japan they do that sort of shit i mean i'm not telling you what to do obviously but you need to put this song in the podcast oh they, here we go second song in the, the podcast fucking thing i'm not putting amazing. the full fucking song there you are come on fuck i'm not putting the do you know what no, because fucking copyright will, will be after it. me copyright will be after me it will I, okay no, not if you speed it up like 1.5, it's fine. Oh, not if it's speed Jesus. <laughs> it was awesome. So you get in this massive giant robot suit and then the screen goes to first perspective, first person, and you can basically have a battle with another robot. And it was fucking awesome. You have a mini game to destroy Oh, shit, yeah. You have a mini thing. game first and that is basically you go through destroying shit and that dictates, yeah, that dictates how much energy you have and how much money you can kind of use. And it's just so, so good. And you come to the battle, it's first person, and basically you've got your left, you've got left punch, right punch, and you can do a kick. You can fucking badass, badass moves as well. You feel it when you punch them. Yeah, feel it, man. It's like a full on clang. Yeah, fuck off. See you later. It is, isn't it? And you've got a grappling hook, which was amazing. So if Mm -hmm. you can get the grappling hook, you basically hook them and pull them to like a get over here. Sort of Dragon shit. Ball, level flurry. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Apparently, there's a hidden combo, right? Yeah. There was a hidden combo. I used to use the combo it was like punch, 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 kick. I used to use that, but there was a hidden combo which you could do, and then he finishes off with a big ass beam. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I yeah, never I knew about that. Nine beam. year old me, nine year old me wasn't that savvy. I didn't know. Twelve year old me didn't know about this beam. I didn't know this beam was breaks the game, but no idea about it. But apparently it was like ultimate flurry of combos and then a beam. How the fuck? Because we, we didn't have the instruction manual. I had no idea. Can we try and slate the game a little bit? It had bad three. It had bad translation. It had a bad camera. Done. There we go. End of. Love this game. Camera, I put, also, I put, right, look at it, me notes. The final boss locks the game. Locks the game? What do you mean? Yeah. So when you get to the final boss, and I remember being fucking gutted, and I'll tell you why, because I lent this game to you, and I remember doing this, you unlocked Goman's superpower. Oh, shit, yeah. Which was... Super Saiyan! Fucking Super Saiyan. He goes Super Saiyan! He goes, I'm fucking... Gets a little finger flames and his hair goes gold and you are super strong and you can do mad shit and you look dead cool for like a minute. And we didn't know what that was. We had no reference to Dragon Ball at the time because we were not into it. I did. I, I, I did. I. Uh, this is another story. But I, I, I was very aware of Dragon Ball Z and at the time I was... So th- 
going back to staying at my nan and granddad's house at the time my granddad was recording me um dragon ball z on the telly on cartoon network that's a good pair that's VHS. a good family member like, oh mate i've got somewhere there's vhs tapes have just recorded dragon ball z from cartoon network but, but i was like i remember seeing that that, that you could do that and i remember I'm, i don't know whether i how would I even have known that was a thing? I'm sure it was from like magazines. It must have been, but I could not get that power because the power to get that it was a crazy fucking mini game where you had to. I don't know if it was the, you know, even if you say this, it sounds bizarre as fuck. Like the big heads that in in the end they've got spikes in them and they pop the balloon and you've got to hit the heads before they. I cannot remember that shit. Well, exactly. But I remember lending the game to you and going, help. And then <laughs> after the weekend, you gave me it back and I could be a fucking super saiyan. What did I do? What did what I do? That's, it. That's props to you as a big cousin helping out nine-year-old me in achieving my super saiyan dreams. Yeah, that's that's the sort of person I am. I am... Um, I'm that sort of person just because yeah. I'm awesome. But the final boss, it just quickly, it it locks the game. So, so I remember, yeah, I remember getting the game back from you, fucking doing the Super Saiyan shit, it's amazing, and then you go on with the game thinking, oh, it's great. And because you're in this open world, you can just do what you want, you can put the game on, you can leisurely do what you want. Eventually you get to the, um, and you get so, so at home in the world, but then you eventually get to the, the boss and you go, right, oh my God, I'm going to complete it. Yeah. And you do I want you to do, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get back to my fucking open world and just walk around like the fucking boss bastard that I am. Yeah. Just absolutely transform the world for all these people. And you go back and you can't. It just goes back to a save point. Well, that's like, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Cannot, some games cannot do that. Go back. And because you're in space in the last level, you can't get back to the fucking earth. Oh, so you, right, okay. You're literally, you're literally on the last level forever. Oh, unless, I see what unless you Unless you want to start, unless you want to start the game again, and you've got no powers, and you're a stupid blue-haired cunt. Sorry if you want to bleep that out. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I wanted the gold hair. I got the gold hair. I had it for five fucking minutes, and now I've got blue hair again. Oh, I can just imagine the, the night of the rage. Oh, my super saiyan! Yes, I, I gave it up after that. I fucking moved on. Fuck Zelda. this game. Fuck you. Bring Zelda, please. <laughs> Bring me my Zelda now. You have frustrated me. <laughs> See, I, I, I can't remember that. And I suppose for me, once I finished the game, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, it has to be really something to bring me back. Like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Pokemon's like a drug. But... Yeah, there's like I, I think I finished it and I gave it back. Like I have achieved this. I'm done. I'm kind, of that. I'm kind of annoyed that you don't have the same experience as me. Like I gave you that game and you were my savior and you fucking you literally unlocked that thing for me and that was a big thing for me. And I've always held that in my life. But you've been like, nah, that's like sleeping with someone and they get. I'm like, oh, was it good for you? And like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Who are sleep. you? Can't remember your name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, although we didn't sleep yeah, with each other, we have to clarify this. There's, there's, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of talk about uncles and bizarre behavior. And, you know. There is, there is. Yeah. Do you know what? It's a j- jokey thing. Um, it's a side project. So, 
with her hiccups. She couldn't say Morgan. So Morgan's my brother. And she couldn't say that. So she used to say uncle, uncle. She would say uncle Morgan. Uncle Morgan, I started tallow for those I've been following. I said Uncle, say Uncle Morgan. She couldn't say it, so she used to say Uncle No No. I was like, whoa! <laughs> so I was like, Hey, Morg, hey, mate, your Uncle No No. I was like, There's gonna be some issues here, Uncle No No. Uncle No. <laughs> Uncle No No. Do you like to see Uncle No No? Yeah. Fucking hell. Awesome. <laughs> I'm using that in his. Be- I'm using that for his wedding, for his speech. Uncle no, no. Uncle no, no. Questions. So, if you had to, because I got to go in a minute. Because if you had yeah, to, this yeah. is what happened to my time. If you had to give a score out of out of ten, what would you be giving this? Do you count nostalgia in your scores? Account? Yes, you do. You do whatever you want. I'm giving Fucking it twelve. <laughs> Fucking. I. Do you know what? I fucking I, I got so angry that I couldn't play this game. And I urge, if anything, right, I urge anyone who has an N64 or can get a copy of this or whatever, fucking go and play it from start to finish and enjoy it. It's a fucking amazing game. The soundtrack, I, I'll have that on while I make Brecky tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? It's a fucking, it's a great, great fucking, everything is just brilliant about it. Yeah, I, I'll be more realistic. The camera is gash. Yeah, the camera is gash. Like I'm going to give it eight, only because, like I said, I'd love to give it a hundred percent. But there are little minor, little minor things, and eventually, as this goes forward, Zelda comes out, and Zelda is a much better game. Um, but for me, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely giving it um, let's say eight out of ten. Fully enjoyed it. I'm I'm definitely going to be properly because I'm going to try and get hold of number two, and I'm going to play that to shit before we cover that. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think I think that's fair. My real my real score would be a nine. Your real score that's that's more. My real score would be a nine point five. <laughs> nine point five. The point five is 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 for the camera. That's it. Like the camera is the only thing that I don't like about this game, and also. Mario, you know, I'd probably give that that a nine, but this gets nine point five because nine point five. Fuck Mario. <laughs> Goemon would fucking have Mario in a fight anyway. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? If they actually had a battle, Goemon win. He'd batter him. What's Mario gonna do? Jump on his fucking head? I know. Yeah, Goemon could Super Saiyan. So that's all you need to know. Chain pipe him. Fucking do whatever. Oh. Quickly, I mean, you probably cut this now. But <laughs> just add another note during the credits. When the credits happen in this, when you finish the game, I wonder if this is even on YouTube. You can see there's a gameplay. So basically, it it does um, clips of the gameplay throughout the whole journey. Yeah, like a good little montage of what you've done and stuff. But it's someone else playing it. One of them is Abyssu Maru, clearly the perv of the four characters. Going on his back, sneaking up to a girl and looking under her skirt. Really? Honest to God, if you can get, I don't, it might not be on YouTube, but if you can, on the long play, maybe look at the fucking credits. The first thing that happens is Abyss Maru getting an upskirt from a girl. And the thing is, like, in the West, you know, that's absolutely deplorable. And we would never have that as like part of our humor. But in Japan, 
I'm not saying they believe that's acceptable, but that's part of their humor. <laughs> that's the, that's the difference, and it's it's very it is. It's, it is it's that's the humor. That's their level of humor. They still do that sort of shit now. Definitely in know. the holidays. It's part of the in Western culture. We don't do it. Pardon? I was nine watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if, if you watch, if you watch the anime, it's still very perverted now, and that is still mm. part of their humor base. So it's a bit confronting for those in the West because we don't use that as humor. It's not. It would if you did that. It's not. It would. I don't know. Really I, thought it, I thought it was pretty fucking funny to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> in the game, in the game, not in real life. Not in real. Yeah, you're not seeing people doing it in real life. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think doing it was funny. I thought watching it back was funny. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, like let's. let's... <laughs> what a way to <laughs> go down that fucking road. Right, you go back and go play your banjo kazooie, and I'm off to have some breakfast. I'm gonna have to do this, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna have to happen. And then basically, it'll just appear on the show on the timeline with no context because I don't know when I'm releasing this. So I'll be like, what the fuck? All right, it's been good having you on as always, matey, and I'll speak. I'll speak to you in a few months, properly. Mwah. See you soon. See you soon, mate. Bye, bye, mate. Bye. And that was Mystical Ninja starring Goemon. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. Thank you very much, Stefan, for once again coming on. I really hope you've all enjoyed it. I'll see you next week for our next game. Not sure what it's going to be yet, but I'll pick something out of the hat. Until then, you take care of yourself. My name's been Danny. Bye-bye.